it's kind of like a crystal ball where you don't see it today. You don't, you're not there today, but you see the future just to know it's a matter of when I will feel better. It's not whether I will feel better. This is Jessica Pate, your host for Brave Together podcast. I am here to serve, encourage, and inspire you in your journey as a special needs mom. This is your tribe. This is your community, your place to be reminded that you are not alone. Follow along as I share stories, inspiration, and resources just for you. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode two, The Power of Mentoring. How's it going today? We're in the midst of the COVID quarantine as we record this podcast and get ready for our launch. These are really crazy, uncharted times that we are in right now. My highlight today is to spend this time with our guest, Lisa Graziano. She's also my friend. And of course, we're doing this remotely because we are observing social distancing guidelines. If you heard the first episode, I talked about the Lisa phone call. This is that Lisa. Once our son Ryan was diagnosed at five weeks of age with Prader-Willi syndrome, my husband Chris called the National Organization of Florida, PWSA, and they directed Lisa of the Prader-Willi California Foundation to call us. She left the sweetest message. Chris still to this day gets choked up every time he tells this story. When Lisa called, she said, congratulations on the birth of your beautiful baby boy. It was so refreshing as everyone around had been saying, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. As we spent five weeks not knowing what was wrong with our newborn baby with low muscle tone who couldn't eat or cry or barely moved. When I got the chance to speak with Lisa and she said to me, I'm going to be your mentor mom, I literally breathed out all this fear because I had a fellow mom with a son with Prader-Willi syndrome, five years older than Ryan. She had experience. She had ways to direct me. She gave me hope. She told me she would be here for me, that I could call her anytime with questions or concerns. She said she would check in on me from time to time. When she told me that she lived 12 to 15 minutes away, I was so completely relieved. I knew I was not alone. It was a huge comfort to me as I was in the new stage of grappling with this diagnosis and what it means, what it's going to look like for our family, all the fears, concerns, everything. Lisa and several other moms here in Southern California have all been my lifeline these past almost 17 years as I've navigated caring for Ryan and managing IEPs and the regional center and all aspects of being a special needs mom. I always had someone to go to. This was definitely a part of my reason for launching We Are Brave Together. I wanted moms to have experienced veteran moms to seek out for advice or guidance. I want moms to know that they are not alone in the land of special needs and extreme mothering. Lisa Graziano holds a master's degree in clinical psychology with an emphasis on marriage, family, and child counseling. She's a licensed marriage and family therapist with over 20 years of experience with couples, children, and families, and has a private practice in Redondo Beach. 
After the birth of her son in 1999, she developed a specialty in Prader-Willi syndrome. She served on the National PWSA Board of Directors, served as a new parent mentor, online support group facilitator, and continues to serve in various capacities, including chairing the Leadership Development Committee and consulting on social media and communication. She served as Prader-Willi California Foundation's Executive Director from 2003 to 2017. She is the proud wife of 33 years to her husband, TJ, and the proud parent of their 21-year-old son, Cameron, who has Prader-Willi syndrome. So let's welcome Lisa. Thank you so much for being here and for being my friend and for being my mentor all these years. Thank you, Jessica. It's um, really, really fun and an honor to be here with you and all of the people who are listening. So Lisa, you have mentored a lot of moms through the years. What has been your favorite part? Oh gosh, boy, I think there are a lot of favorite parts. Um, I thoroughly enjoy working with new moms and hearing their strengths, learning their strengths. It's awfully fun just to hear people just in the very beginning of a conversation where they they start out maybe feeling and expressing a lot of fear. And by the end of an hour, just an hour conversation, feel more solid. And I can tell they feel more confident inside. I think that's the most fun. And I bet they don't feel very confident inside as they're sharing, but you can see that and point it out. Yep. A lot of people don't know yet that they have a good deal of inner strength and I can hear it but they don't yet. But I know it's just a matter of time where they'll feel it. Mm. What has it taught you mentoring moms? I think it's taught me there's no formula. I can't really follow a formula for every single mom that every single conversation has to really be tailored to or follow that mom's specific needs in that moment or try, you know, key into that mom's fears and in that moment and try to address those. And, and over the years, I think I've learned a little bit better how to do that. And it's also really helped me in my private practice. I take a lot of what I learn in my private practice from the conversations I've had with, with moms and vice versa. A lot of what i learn from my private patients, I, I, I find it can be very helpful to new moms too. What do you think is the most comforting thing that you can say to a mom who's just grappling with a diagnosis? I think that that is going to depend upon that mom. What might feel really comforting to one mom may not be very comforting at all to another. But overall, I think that one of the comforting things that moms have shared with me that, that they've heard is that I hear they have this internal strength to help their child and to help their family in general, that I hear they have that strength, even if they don't feel it, even if they don't hear it in their own voice, that I hear it. And they know they're going to grow into it. It's just a matter of time. It's kind of like 
a crystal ball where you don't see it today. You don't, you're not there today, but you see the future. Well, shoot, if I had a crystal ball, that would be awfully nice and comforting to me. Just to know it's a matter of when I will feel better. It's not whether I will feel better. So do you feel like you can say that to moms who might be so sad and so scared? Like, can you say that one day you're going to get to this place where it doesn't feel quite so scary or it doesn't feel quite so overwhelming? Do you offer that? Not generally, no, because... I know that there is no possible way that a new parent really can wrap their head around that. And the very first Mm -hmm. thought that often comes is, I don't know that. I I don't know that. Um, and, And I know new parents will say, you don't know that. You're a total stranger. So already, you know, that that genuineness of of it you know, is, is gone. But if I can hear in somebody's voice that they love their kid more than anything, if I can hear in that voice that I know they're going to do whatever they can and that knowing that they're going to do whatever they can, that's going to be enough. That I think can be helpful. Yes, I agree. It's probably across the board, whether you have a child with a rare disorder like PWS, any diagnosis that you're handed, whether it's common or not, you're scared, you feel alone, all the feelings, right? The grief, the loss. Do you think the the most hopeful thing that you offer is yourself as a mentor? I think I offer myself only as a bridge to other people. So the very first thing I often try to convey with parents is, that no one person is going to be the answer for you. Don't connect just with one person. But Mm -hmm. if you can do that with me, then then next you're going to connect with other families and other, other moms and other people to the extent that they feel comfortable, to the extent you feel comfortable, connect. Because not everybody does feel better connecting with more people, right? For many, many people, it's one connection that's very meaningful or two connections, it's very meaningful, and that's enough. I like that you said that a mentor is a bridge to more connections, because I think, you know, we we go to mentors in general for, for guidance or resources, or where do I go for this, or who can you connect me to for fill in the blank. <clears throat> so I like that. I like that. Uh, word picture of a bridge. Yeah. And, you know, we are all, we're all the same. We're all in the same exact position, right? It just is that I have maybe as a mentor, a few more years of experience in a certain way, but that doesn't mean I have a few more years of experience in the way that you need it right now, necessarily. I mean, I hope I do, but Mm -hmm. we, we have to know as, as a, as a mentor, that we don't want that one family, that one mom to rely on us entirely. That can't Mm -hmm. be our goal. Mm -hmm. Our goal is to teach that not one person in this universe, whether they're a physician specialist or a teacher, 
Not one person has the answers that we need, that we need to be able to be open to taking in that information and then developing a way to do what's best to make decisions that are best for our child or our family at the time. I think that's, you know, that's the other thing is, is that we, as new parents, of course, um, and as, as moms of kids with various special needs, we're, we're often looking for the best. What's the best? What's the, the answer? Which so true. Mm-hmm. direction should I go? And there is no best answer. It's just what's best right now. Mm-hmm. That's all we've got to go by. And that's enough. Thank you. I like that, Lisa. If there are people out there listening today and they feel like they would like to mentor other moms, they're mothers of adult children with special needs, maybe they have time on their hands, maybe they have the heart for it, they feel like they've learned so much, experienced so much, navigated so much they would love to give. What would you what would you say to them? I would say just as I would when I'm talking about parenting, mm-hmm. the decision to try and mentor needs to come from a place of being of service to that other person, not to fill your own self up, but to do it for the benefit of the other person and not to talk about your own story unless it's very specific and very short and applies directly to the other person's experience or what you think their experience is. But as a parent mentor, our job is much, much, much more to listen and hear and have the other person experience really being heard when they tell their story. Such a good reminder. Such a good reminder. I needed to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we all need to hear that, right? Because it's awfully fun to tell our story. But yes, it feels so good to be heard and to have people around you or a mentor or just it's a small tribe or a big tribe or a support group or we are brave or whatever it is just to be heard and validated and feel like you're understood is very comforting. Yep. Because we know we hear so often just among special needs moms how they don't feel understood by friends or family who are not in the same experience, of course, because how how can you understand somebody else's hardship unless you've walked in those shoes and that whatever crisis we've been through as human beings, when we meet or we gather with other people who have very similar circumstances— it's comforting if you feel understood, you feel heard. So if there are moms listening out there and they would love to have a mentor, what would you say to them that it's important if you're the mentee? Um, I would say that if in the first couple conversations that you have with your mentor, you're not feeling like you can speak as long as you'd like or within reason and share whatever it is you'd like. You don't feel comfortable um, enough or you don't have the, the belief that you will eventually feel comfortable enough, then find another mentor. If you have a mentor who's more interested in telling you their story or telling you what you should be doing or what works best, 
then maybe you find another mentor. Always in the back of your mind, there's something of value probably that you can get from this one person, even if it's only to learn, you know what, I can say thank you so much for everything you've done so far. I think I'll find another mentor. That's good. And that we have to have the right mindset or the realistic expectations that that one person is not everything, every answer, every expert, every resource. We also, I think as a mentee, um, have to remember that the mentor is also a mom. The person you're speaking with is a person, is a mom, another mom, just like you. Um, And just like you will be in a few years needing to attend to your own family as you're helping somebody else, hopefully. Well, let me just say thank you so much for being on the show today, Lisa, and for being my friend and for always being there for me, always being a great listener. And I am eternally grateful for you. And I know Chris would say the same thing. Before we go today, if you could tell your younger self something, what would that be? That could be yesterday. That could be last week. That could be five years ago. That could be 20 years ago. Um, the self that had just had a baby who was diagnosed with a very, very rare disorder when there was no internet connection, period, when there was complete and total isolation, pretty much. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. I think I would tell that scared self um, that, that you'll be okay, that your son will be okay, that your husband's going to be okay, that you're strong enough to get through this. And no matter what they look like, things will be okay. You'll be okay. Um, that just that, that it, it, no matter what it looks like, you'll, you'll be okay. Thank you for that. Thank you for being part of my being okay, Lisa. Besides the fact, like what I said in our story, that just knowing that you were there to walk beside me gave me hope. I felt a little bit lighter because I knew I had somebody to go to. Well, um, first, Jessica, thank you very much for allowing me to kind of be your friend and um, come into your family. And um, it's extraordinarily helpful to me and beneficial to me and and gratifying to me to to know you and your family. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening today, my brave moms out there. I hope you enjoyed our time with my friend and mentor, marriage and family therapist, Lisa Graziano. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a review, and share with other moms who are seeking support and inspiration for a life in the trenches of motherhood. We will drop new episodes on the first and third Wednesday of each month. Join our community by going to wearebravetogether.com and filling out the little pop-up form. If you are enjoying this podcast so far and would like to donate to keep it going, you can go to that same website I mentioned under the donate page. 
I am a lover of words and quotes, and I leave this one for you today by Oprah. A mentor is someone who allows you to see the hope inside yourself. <laughs>